immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. They will all see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with great power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branches become tender and pulls out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see all these things, you know that he is near. He is at the very gates. Truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. Welcome everyone to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan and I am the man with the unscripted voice and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, you know, Traveling Pulpit family, it goes without saying that today is the day that the Lord has made. We should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am. How about you? Traveling Pulpit family, I want you to know that the day, the time, the hour, the minute, the second is near. I don't know what day. I don't know. In fact, I don't know any of those things. What I do know is Christ crucified and him resurrected. And because of his resurrection, he has opened up the door that we, the sheep, can walk through. That as we walk through the door, the sheep, the shepherd protects us. He protects us from the wolves, from the lions, from the bears, from, from, from every carnivorous animal that wants to destroy the sheep and the lambs. He is the great shepherd. And that great shepherd is going to return. And when he does, Traveling Pulpit family, I want you to be a part of that with me. I want you to be a part of that great gathering with me. Because I'm going to tell you something, I'm going. And I want to know, are you going? I don't want you to be confused about whether you're going or not. I want you to know that you're going. And here's how you know that you're going. There's going to be a great feast in heaven. Did you know that? There's going to be a great banquet. And you have an invitation. And if you don't have an invitation, well, let me give you one. Over in Luke chapter 14 down in verse 12, we have the parable of the great banquet. Jesus is telling not only his disciples, but all within an earshot of his words. He's letting them know as I'm letting you know through his word. He said, a man gave a great banquet and invited many down in uh, verse 16. He says, a man once gave a great banquet and invited many. And at the time of the banquet to be ready, he sent his servant to say to those who had already been invited. See, there had already been pre-selected invitations to this banquet. I'll explain in a few minutes. And the time came for the great banquet 
And he came and told his servant to go and get those that were already pre-invited. So as the servant went to those who were pre-invited because everything was now ready, three of the people that the servant went to all made excuses. The first one said to him, I've bought a field and I must go out and see it. Please have me excused. And another, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to examine them. Please have me excused. And yet another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to the servant, go quickly to the streets and lanes of the city and bring in the poor and crippled and blind and lame. And the servant said, sir, what you commanded has been done and there is still more room. And the master said to the servant, go out to the highways and hedges and compel people to come in that my house may be filled. He says, for I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. Now, I know I kind of paraphrased over this part of, uh, uh, part of scripture, but I want you to get the understanding, traveling pulpit family, that Christ is the servant to whom our creator, our God is the one giving the banquet. You know, I remember my mama told me one time that I would know that the end is near. It was one of those times where she didn't know how to answer my questions about God and, and Jesus and the Holy Spirit as a child. But this one time she had enough information to tell me that you'll know when the whole world becomes religious, that'll be about the time for Christ to return when the whole world becomes religious. And I think right now, traveling pulpit family, we are well within that, within that time. Everywhere you look, you see someone standing in front of some camera trying to impress someone with what they believe. If you've ever noticed traveling pulpit family, I've not just wanted ever to be on camera. There are times where I do get on camera you know, on social media, but I have not ever wanted to get on camera because I do not want my face to be looked at as the face of salvation because I'm not salvation. I'm the one that's being saved through salvation and because of salvation. So I never want to put myself above God because I am not God. I am a fallen man, a fallen vessel. And if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? And I can tell you where I'd be. I'd be out somewhere serving sin as the slave to sin I would be. But because I am a sinner, I am able to go through the majesty's throne and I am able to tell him, Father, forgive me for I've sinned and I've sinned greatly. And Jesus, having gone to the cross long before I ever was born, long before I ever knew what sin was, long before I became a sinner, he said these very words, Father, forgive Vernon, for he knows not what he does. And he said the same thing about you, traveling pulpit family. He said the same thing about you. You know why I use my name? Because it becomes more personal. 
If you just say that scripture, Father, forgive your name for they know not what they do. It becomes more personable because that's what Christ did for you as an individual. That's why it's so important, traveling pulpit family, that you get this invitation right now. We don't know when our next second is. We don't even know when we'll draw our next breath. But with the breath that we have, even if it's our last, let us call on the name of the Lord, our God and Savior through his son, Jesus Christ, encapsulated by the Holy Spirit, that salvation reigns on us because of his precious blood that was shed for us. I want you to know, traveling pulpit family, that you have an invitation right now. Right now, I'm offering the hope that I once withheld from people because I thought I was doing something right by calling people out. I thought that calling people out would actually wake people up when I realized that it was probably actually pushing people away. But now I'm offering that hope, that hope in Christ, that hope that can be found only in Christ. You cannot find Christ or the the hope in Christ in the world. You cannot find hope in Christ serving the world and you cannot find your hope in Christ serving the sin and being slave to it while you are in the world. What you can be saved from is admitting that you are a sinner and that you need a savior and that savior is Jesus Christ. That's what you can be saved from. Admitting. Because it didn't say while we sinned, but while we were yet sinners, because those who serve sin is a slave to sin. But we are sinners who Christ died for while we were yet sinners. You see, we cannot. I'm telling you, we cannot thank Jesus enough for what he has done. Oh, traveling pulpit family, I'm telling you, we cannot thank him enough simply because the first man brought death and destruction into this world, that it is through this world that the second man, which is the first man of the father of heaven, is the one that we gain life from all because of what he did on the cross. By one sin entered into the world. And by one, salvation has come into the world also that overpowers the stronghold of sin over our lives. I know that there are brothers and sisters out there that want to be my brothers and sisters, but they were not given the body of the brothers and sisters. And they had to go and mutilate their bodies. They had to go and transform their bodies. They had to go and think that they were something else rather than what God created them to be. But there is still hope for them also. There is still restoration for them also. I want you to know that just because a person believes something that may be true in their mind and in their lifestyle It is wrong in God's eyes. It is wrong. But Christ died for you also. 
He died for you. Why? Because he wants that relationship with you. Let me tell you something about truth, traveling pulpit family. The truth is what makes you free. Why? Because when you hear the truth, you're no longer the same. You're no longer the same, whether you accept the truth or you deny the truth. You're no longer the same because one thing that you cannot do, even if you deny the truth, you cannot deny the truth. But that is why the truth makes you free. Because once you hear it, the choice is yours. So you have a choice today, traveling pulpit family, because the truth is being given to you right now. This is the truth of God's word. The banquet is getting ready. And we are going to hear a slamming of the door. We are going to hear the rumbling of footsteps coming down steps. And we are going to see a door open in the sky. And then they're going to come out and they're going to want to know, are you ready to go? What I've just told you was a was a prophetic dream I had about, I think, eight or nine months ago. I'll share it with you right now. I was. The Lord revealed to me. I can't say I was dreaming because the Lord revealed it to me. He revealed it to me in a dream, just like he did with with Solomon. My wife and I was at a at a party and the ladies were inside and guys were outside with cigars and drinks in their hand. And I walked outside and I was admiring the the finish or the stonework of the deck that I was standing on. And while I was standing there. I heard this loud boom. I mean, it was like a boom I'd never heard before. It was a sonic boom, but it was a sonic boom times 10. But I heard it. And when I asked the gentlemen if they heard it, they looked at me as if I was from another planet. They knew that. Or they looked at me as if I didn't know what I was talking about, because I explained to them what the boom sounded like. They went back to their conversation and a few seconds later, I heard rumbling of footsteps like someone was coming down steps. And hearing that, I turned my eyes to the sky traveling pulpit family and I saw a door, a door just like your bedroom door. And I screamed and I pointed to the sky and I said, look. And when the guys looked up, they all fell face first to the ground, screaming, save us, Jesus. And while they were screaming, save us, Jesus, I looked back to the sky and the door opened from the inside and out walked two men. The first man had on a white robe with hair and a beard of white. The second man walked out of the door. He had a brown, it looked like a dicky scrub outfit something that you would wear um, to in the hospital or, or your mechanic or something. He had that on, but he was bald headed with a full beard and they looked around the entire earth. And I kept my eyes on them and I glanced back at the men who were still on the ground face first screaming, save us, Jesus. And I looked back up to the two men and they were eye contact with my eyes And the man dressed in white with the white hair and the full beard, he asked me, all things are now ready. Are you ready to come? And I looked back at the men who were still screaming, save us, Jesus, save us, Jesus. And he reached out his hand from the sky and I put my hand in his and I woke up. Traveling pulpit family, 
I honestly don't dream prophetically like that, but I had that prophetic dream. I had that dream and I know it to be true. Why? Because I have a relationship with God's son, Jesus. And when you are in that relationship, the Lord will reveal to you things, things that other people will take and look at you crazy or, 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 or think things about you or say things about you. Like he thinks he better than us. He thinks he know more than we know. But I will tell you this. I know the relationship I have with Christ. I don't know the word. I'm not a Bible scholar. I know the relationship I have with Christ is a real one. How do I know? Because of prophetic dreams like that. Yes, he can give that dream to anybody. He can give that dream to the common sinner. But here's the deal. The common sinner isn't going to have that effect when that dream is given to him. Oh, I just had a dream. But what about um, when you have that relationship with Christ, you remember detail, you remember spots, you remember time, you remember, you remember a lot. Because you have that relationship. And I know some of you who are listening to this message have had prophetic dreams, had dreams that you can tell no one about because in your embarrassment, you're afraid to share those dreams because people will look at you strange. They will look at you funny. They will try and not accept or receive what you're saying. But guess what, Traveling Pulpit family? It still needs to be said. It still needs to be spoken. Because when the truth goes out, whether that person receives it or not, the truth will make you free. So Traveling Pulpit family, I have offered to you the invitation to the banquet. It's not up to me to receive it. It's up to you to receive it. I've already received mine. I'd like to know if you have received yours. How do you get this invitation, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. You get this invitation from Romans 10, 9. You know, Romans 10, 9, where it says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's your invitation right there. Say that out loud, wherever you are. It's not an embarrassment in Christ because Christ said, those who deny me before others, I'll deny before my father. You're not saying it to draw attention. You're saying it to get an invitation. You're asking him into your life. You can be in Walmart. You can be in Target. You can be in, in, in uh, uh, the, the, the oil change place. You can be in Burger King. All you got to say is Jesus. I am a, excuse me. I am a sinner. And I believe that God raised you from the dead. And I believe that you are alive today. Well, guess what? You've just been saved. You have received your invitation to the banquet. When you do something for Christ, there is no uh, award ceremony. There is no check given out. There is no type of uh, incentive on this earth for, for uh, material items. The incentive is that you have accepted the invitation to the banquet. 
So once again, for the last time, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Traveling pulpit family, that is the word. That is the word. That is the truth of the word. How it is received is up to you because now the word has gone out and it will not return to him void. But if you feel the need to reach out to the Traveling Pulpit podcast, you can do so on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, all Traveling Pulpit Ministries. I want you to know, Traveling Pulpit family, I prayed for a brother today in the middle of Walmart who needed prayer. And a sister named Laura received the gospel message today. My brother, whom I just met, A.J. O'Neill. My wife and I was at Walmart getting our, our son's oil changed on his car. And we met this brother in Walmart and was just talking about the goodness of the Lord. And he told us both that the path of righteousness on this earth is meeting one brother to another, meeting one sister to another. We are all in this together, family. And under God, in Christ, through his blood and encapsulated by the Holy Spirit, we are all family. In him, we are all family. What I offer to you today is Christ and him crucified, his resurrection and his return. Will you accept this invitation to the banquet? For the Traveling Pulpit Podcast, I am Vernon Sheridan, thanking you and wishing you a wonderful day in the Lord. And if you are or find yourself out and about today in your travels, tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. And if necessary, use words. Bye for now.